So you know what, guys? This is a big milestone. This is our 75th episode. Whoa. 75th? Holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy. 7-5. I think we need to do something really big for this episode. Okay. All right. Hmm. How about, I don't think this has ever been done in podcast history, an all-mime episode. Oh. Uh, there's a reason that hasn't been done. Yeah, that's shit. Why isn't up? Okay, all right. Yeah, you know, maybe to uh, to a hit for its time. I don't know. Um, I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's it. How about how about an all episode dedicated nothing but candy corn related material? Okay, yeah. Um, Ooh. I Ooh. really do not like that episode. I will walk away. Nah. I will walk away <laughs> right now. Damn it! Damn. Besides, we're stepping on Lewis Black's toes. <laughs> yeah, don't want to step on his toes. He's a no, 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 no. I don't want him mad at me. I mean, I can think of one where we all did like as a mukbang, where we were all eating while the episode was going on. Mm. That like like what? muffled bags of chips as well in the background. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. uh, some nice, cool, mm. refreshing Coke Zero. Okay, mm. all right. I, I don't think it's gonna go. I don't yeah, think I don't think it will. Um, yeah, I don't think people will like it. Man, what are we either. going to what do? Else? There's gotta be something. Yeah, mm. it's gotta be big. Mm. Um. What if Bingy comes back? Oh, there goes the neighborhood. Welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston. Joining us in the Zencaster studio today is the time being Scott. Hello, governors. Our illustrious host, Ryan Shipley. What's up? And returning from the dark void that is Ohio, please welcome back to the show, Bingy. Welcome back. Yeah. yeah. Hi. From the deepest, darkest depths. Oh, God. I have no idea. I hey, we live in Tennessee, so we understand dark. (laughs) Right, we do. It took a while for me to get out of that muck, out of that dirt hole, because man, because the seventy, like I seventy five, still has not been constructed. So you know that took about a good chunk of my time away because it's just (laughs) endless construction. It'll never, it'll never stop. But yes, I have returned. Hello, (laughs) it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to have good, you back, man. Good to have you back. Oh, by the way, what song did Boston start tonight with? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I, let's see. Well, considering what, what we'll be talking about and everything later later on today, I thought it would be a good kind of tradition to be able to kind of keep to the the old format of, like, since, like, the last time we talked anything Sonic-related, we were doing, like, Sonic Boot. We were doing Sonic Heroes. So okay. I thought, like, you know, Sonic CD, Sonic Boom, I thought that'd be a good one. To me, that's a classic. So, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, who is that? Who is that band? Sonic and the Blowfish? <laughs> 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 I 
Deep Man, Blue Sonic. I, uh, you know, I know you what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember exactly. Um... Kings of Sonic? Red Hot Chili Sonic? No, but it, <laughs> Ron's going to be here all day, guys. You better pick something. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Sonic. Oh, my God. No, it was a Crush 40. <laughs> Fuck, Crush 40. Jesus. Crush 40, that's crush it. 40, that's Jesus? Yes, Crush 40. They did, like, a shit ton of music for the Sonic series. Oh, my God. Wait, okay, so they actually wrote all the Sonic music, or they did versions of it? Well, no, they specifically after... Sonic Adventure. I think it was the first Sonic Adventures. Yeah, they started doing a lot of the the background music and songs that went with the that went with the series. Limp Sonic. Yeah, they did. Let's. They did like Sonic Adventures one and two. Okay. Uh, I think they also did the theme song for Sonic Heroes as well. Yeah, this like these guys like those guys have been around for a while. But like if you and when I recommend this, like if anybody has a has a chance to go on YouTube. And though it's a disastrous event, just watch the performance of Crush 40 at the, I think it was the 25th anniversary for Sonic. It was a live stream. And uh, say what you will, the lead singer, he he puts in a lot of energy. Uh, you can tell he actually okay. like mm. really cares about Sonic. And, uh, but you know, it, it could be cringe. Like I said, like when you, when you do watch it, but you could tell he does have a love for Sonic and also for uh, the guitarist as well. Cause he, I think the guitarist like, travel all the way down from japan to to do this uh, this live stream thing and like i said the, the end result is it, it's a disastrous live stream but the performance itself is <laughs> it's kind of fun okay all that's right. why we chose it to bring you back yes there you go <laughs> guns and Good sonic choice boston i'm just gonna keep doing band names lead sonic I, I think I think if Boston hadn't picked a song that you could have done this for the this next hour. The Velvet it would, it Sonic, just a one hour of the this. Look, if Alice, we're going to do Sonic this, Sonic and okay. Chains. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. No, it'd be Knuckles and Chains. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that's no. <laughs> what are you going to say, Boston? All right. If that's the if that's the deal, we can we'll just we'll just stick to Sonic Youth, Sonic Circus. Sonic Syndicate, Sonic and the Heartbreakers. <laughs> there you go. No, no. We're, we're, let's let's stick to real bands with Sonic in the name. Damn it. Crosby, Stills, and Sonic. <laughs> 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 okay, I think I'm done. I'm not done, but you know this will happen throughout the episode. Yes, yes, um, you're not done. Yep. So just so everybody knows, Bingy is back with like every PDQ episode. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and then you're going to try to do your roving reporter stuff for the what did you what was that called again? I'm so sorry, I am bad with names or stuff on my own podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I mean, I can't really blame you, man. With like with how long I've been like in and out of here, it's hard for me to even keep track. But uh, last yeah. time it was it was a big bingy theory. Last one, like uh, yeah. So and uh, trust me, like when I was not expecting to be gone for as long as I was thinking it was i mean to make you know a long story short so you know it's as i as i believe i've said before in past episodes i've been on like depression and anxiety is is, is a bitch it sucks and uh, still kind of going through emotion as well but i've been doing a lot better as of now and Good. through that through that time i've been kind of wanting to get back into this and the sucky thing is it's like as soon as i was getting right as soon as i wanted to get right back into recording and and to give my thoughts about anything 
my old laptop just crapped on me. It just mm-hmm. like all of a sudden, like I was, I was, it was on the day I was getting ready to record. I was like, all right, I'm going to get this going and I'm going to, I'm going to send this uh, broadcast out to the boys and let them know I, I still live and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And then just, just died. Right. Like right there. Just like all of a sudden, like my screen just starts enlarging itself. And I don't really? know how this happened. I didn't press anything. I didn't like. It just, I, I did a hard reset. It was still acting up like that. It, I just, I, I, I couldn't click out of anything. I tried, it just, yeah. Years worth of Pornhub malware has, has gotten to it <laughs> at this point. It's like a monkey's paw. You know, you're going to get your porn, but you're going to uh-huh. pay down it, the road. That's that's why your screen exactly. keeps, keeps enlarging itself. <laughs> that's why I watch porn on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But it sounds like you got yourself but, uh, a fancy new laptop. Yes, it took. It did take a while to be able to get to it. I did, and as 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 right now, everybody can tell I'm back. I'm alive. I yes, still yes. in the uh, and still in the darkest depths of of Ohio. But you know, it, it it's home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of home, you've you've always got a home here, man. Oh, I appreciate it. And then I think also, we have a, a couch that you can crash on in the Zencaster studio. Yeah. I appreciate that. And you guys have like I don't know if we can curl up and, in the studio yet. <laughs> but you guys have also been kicking ass as well. Like I still, but huh. I like you know, of course, I still listen to the show. I still, I still like uh, be just laugh with it and everything, all the jokes and 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 uh, I'm so glad that uh, we've gotten. You know, as like as much people as we've as we've gotten to listen to the silly little podcast, you know, the silly little video game yeah. podcast, and or just movies in general, anything nerdy. I it's it's really it's really a fun to be able yep. to see that yep. it's reaching an audience and to people who have listened to it. Thank you. And you know, honestly, hand on the Bible, I wasn't even sure we could reach Ohio. <laughs> I, I had no idea that Ohio allowed our podcast to go out. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I think the All plan. All the shit I talk about Cleveland. I was just going to say, like, uh, yeah, when it comes to Ohio, man, like, they're still, it's still got their, uh, their stick up their ass when it comes to, 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 to Mortal Kombat and, you know, and all these other violent, you know, video games and everything. Like, you know, <laughs> it, we still, I still have to deal with it, but, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Sooner, sooner or later, they'll they'll realize that they can make some good stuff out. I don't even know what the hell I'm rambling about right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to make things up as I go. It's okay, man. That's, <laughs> all right. That's it's all good. It's your first episode back. You're you're, exactly. gu- you're guiding into it. It's going to take a while. Oh, by the way, uh, Sonic and the E Street Band. Yeah, right. That's another one. Nice, nice, um, nice. But uh, but I think uh, the plan for the for the as far as future goes is you'll be on all the PDQs and we're going to figure something out with the Patreon too. So we'll have that, hopefully that news shortly. I mean, you'll be a part of that too. Awesome. But, but there's going to be a lot of people yeah, that are going to be super excited to have you be a part of the PDQs because people have been asking, where's Bingy? <laughs> and and yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that it's actually like, it feels very nice to know that there are people that have been asking about that, knowing like how many times I come in and out of this, out of this podcast and, you know, I'm glad that they all understand it and trust. And like, trust me, I got a lot to talk about with like future PDQ stuff and also with anything big bingy theory related. Cause I've been seeing a good amount 
of some good movies. One of them, like actually two of them have been bad so far. And of course, with video games, been on to that too. There's been, I actually got started uh, or actually finished not too long ago, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Played that for the first time. Oh, you okay. That makes me happy. Yep. Oh, it's it was fantastic. Yeah, it's uh what did you think of it? It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Like I I really enjoyed the the music from one thing is absolutely fantastic. The mix of like the epic score and like a hip hop beat to it and and on all that. I really enjoyed it. The story was very was very heart-wrenching at points and it's very much like uh true to like the morality of miles and everything and how much like the superhero like stuff is just like you know how much this this guy was meant for it and like the controls still is just uh like it's still amazing to play it still makes you feel like you're you're spider-man i i gotta say like unlocking all of these suits and everything has also been a lot of fun i actually like did every single side mission just to be able to get that uh, that Harlem suit one that's like uh, black and gold and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one to me was just yeah. like that. That was beautiful and like I I've, I of course got the the Miles Morales into the Spider Verse suit as well. So that was fun to be able to play around with that. Yeah, idea. it looks super cool in in, in motion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a good game, Boston. You've ever have you ever played Spider Man yet? You know the copy I bought game, you for Christmas a couple years ago. Game you bought me for back there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you ever play it? There? I, I I found it the other day. Oh yes! All hey, right. there you go. Yeah, fun. Okay, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, I've literally bought that game for two people now, and neither one has played it. <laughs> I, I also bought it for a good friend of the podcast, Corey, um, who, by the way, is excited to come on the uh, show, and I think July to talk cryptids. Nice. Oh, awesome. nice. Yeah, I'm he was excited. talking. He was telling me today about some kind of. Bigfoot lecture he was watching on YouTube. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, Boston is gonna love this. Oh, so I will. Same. Okay, I forgot. I'll, the time I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll wear my Bigfoot t-shirt. Oh, for the episode, the way, you can't see it. Boston, there's another anniversary we have today. This isn't only the 75th episode. Oh, this is also the second episode in the row that Scott has been on the show where he's not been sick. Whoa, yes. <laughs> that might be a bigger achievement, a- guys. Yeah, that is a new. Mo- I know, know seventy five is a big deal, but that but two without being <laughs> sick that's that's something. Yeah. Um, also, so, I want to add. Yeah. Ha- if I had any way to play the new Spider Man on Miles Morales, I would play it. <laughs> but I have no way to. Oh yeah, you're kind of PlayStation this. Yeah. Not that I don't want to. If I could find a PS five, I'm telling you, I'd buy it. I cannot find one anywhere still. By the way, this one is a little dirty. Nine inch Sonics. Oh. it's good stuff the the ladies are a big fan of that one yeah yeah it's the uh, you know like as as they go on they're gonna get worse um (laughs) but yes but i you know i commit to a bit you do i'm proud of you for it i commit to a bit but i thought like before we go into it because we're going to talk sonic we'll save sonic for the end of the episode because we'll we'll probably do spoilers so i i don't understand really how people could get spoiled with a sonic movie but yeah, I, don't want, I want to respect people, so we'll do Sonic discussion. Yeah, I will Spoiler say, alert, Sonic loses everything. <laughs> no, watching Sonic with Boston is super fun. It is. Boston it is so fun. Gets into Wa- it. Watching Sonic sitting right next to Boston is even more fun. 
Yeah, and that's another thing we're going to figure out where Scott saw the first Sonic, because Scott has spent the last two years thinking he watched Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for some reason. So we left the theater, and we were talking about Sonic 1, and I was like, yeah, was like, where you guys saw it at? I was like, yeah, I think I saw it with you guys, didn't I? And uh, apparently I did not. And I to this now I've spent like what well, like days, restless sleep, like cannot remember where I saw the first Sonic movie at. So. I have a theory. <laughs> yes, what's your theory? So you're the time being, right? Correct. Just like <laughs> Dr. Manhattan you're mm. outside of time. Oh. So. Lock your heads you, out here. You don't perceive time like a normal person does. Very true. So maybe you have watched Sonic with us, only yeah. we didn't know you were there. Just like always. Yeah, because mm. I don't even think I saw Sonic with Boston. Didn't you go see it with Kim? I thought we saw it. Because I don't think I saw it with you and Bingy. No, I, I think was... we saw yeah, I think I think we did see it on different days. Because it was like, I know it was the last. So now it's not just me. <laughs> it was the it was like the last. Now thing no we saw. one knows where we saw Sonic at. I know exactly where I saw Sonic. I saw Sonic at the Riviera before I went and got comics one day. Okay. Oh, I definitely didn't see it with you because we. I know. I know for a fact we went to Cinnabar, and it was like the last. It was the last movie we saw before everything started shutting down. Hmm. Also, since I, I no longer work there, I'll tell this now. I skipped work to watch Sonic. <laughs> Nice. I'm telling on you. Yeah, tell on me. Tell on me. You never caught him. Yeah. So you saw the Cinnabar, and that was your last movie for almost two years at the theater, right, Boston? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess for you too, Scott, you... Well, I, if I saw it at the theater, I, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I swear I don't. I, I, am thinking, I am thinking that it was it was playing at Waller's house, maybe. Okay. And I was just saw it in the background. I, that's all the fucking I think of. Do you know where you saw Sonic? That's the question. I do remember the first uh, the first time. Like it was also with the the second time as well. The first time was with a with a, a a girlfriend at the time. It was at the the big theater, the Regal. And the second time I saw it with uh, with her daughter, who who I'm very very happy that I. I think I might have turned her into a Sonic fan, like after that, because I it was after the after the movie. Nice. Fun, we, awesome. uh, after the movie, I think it was around the time when Sonic uh, Mania was uh, free on PlayStation Plus at the time. I I of course got it because I heard great things about it. And, yeah. And uh, so yeah, like after that, I I, I had it downloaded. I let her have a try and. And just seeing her go through like the first first like Green Hill Zone and everything, like her trying to figure out the controls and everything of like how to move, like how to go faster and stuff like that. I thought it was so it was it was so nice. it was so adorable to watch it because it just reminded me of like first time I played Sonic as a kid trying to still like figure out how to do the controls and everything. But once you actually once you figure it out, sure. like yeah. that's when the fun really starts. It's still one of my memories that stands out to me the most. One of one of, of like Christmases that I've had as a kid is, is uh, when I got to open my Genesis for the first time and play Sonic. Like there was literally nothing else like it, mm-hmm. uh, and it it just blew me away. Is that blast processing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I can't. So it's been so the the first Sonic game came out in like what nineteen ninety one. So it's so it's been a little over thirty was... years. Yeah, so which is kind yeah, of crazy. It sounds about it's, right. It's, yeah. it's amazing because it, it was I. I actually like uh, I didn't play the first one until I, after I played the second one because mm-hmm. I had the Sega. I had the Sega Genesis oh. at the time. But oh, like, uh, yeah. So I, I I didn't know what Sonic was, but like 
I through through my uncle's uh, means of having, uh, I think also a Sega Genesis at the time as well. They had the first one, so I can go over to their place to play the first Sonic, and then I had Sonic Two, gotcha. which Sonic Two to me was like is still the best one out of like all three of them. Like that's just that's just my saying. I know people will say that Sonic Three was the best and Sonic Knuckles was the best, and you know that's I completely agree, and I wish I could say that there was like I mean there of course I could say that all three of them are the best. There's no contest, but. If I had to choose, I would say that Sonic Two yeah. would be, definitely be my number one. But but no, like I yeah. So it's so because of that, like I and I also rented back in the day when there was a, a local shop where I could just rent a Sega Genesis game. <laughs> uh huh. like they had a Sonic uh, Three there, and that was when they had Sonic and Knuckles there too. So and playing Knuckles and everything, I thought he was awesome. That he was like the coolest character I saw next to Sonic. I think I skipped a lot of the Sonic popularity because that was back in the day where, unfortunately, you know, you're a kid and you're dumb and you have to decide between if you're a, a Nintendo dude mm-hmm. or a Sonic person. And oh, I, yeah. yeah. I was straight up Nintendo, so I think I missed out on a lot of good Sega stuff. What about you, Boston? Were you dumb like me or are you? So we only ever had an any we only ever had Nintendo systems in the house. Okay. Uh, until the PlayStation. Mm. But similar to similar to other situations i made sure i had friends who yeah. had uh sega <laughs> and i would like, just go over to their was, house was that their criteria to be your friend boston they had to have a sega first because uh, i respect yeah. the hell out of that if that's the case i never told them that was the case <laughs> I, had a, I had this dude that used to come down the pal cinemas all the time i didn't like that dude at all but he yeah. had the internet when the internet was first starting and oh I would, yeah i could use him to get codes for mortal kombat uh, yeah, sure. Also, Rage Against Dr. Robot Nick's uh, Mean Bean Machine. Okay, that that's not even that's not even trying to stick to the theme. <laughs> that's too Dr. Robot Nick is a part of Sonic. Yeah, but you're not saying Sonic. The the joke was True. you were saying Sonic. I know, but this then, is that's too funny though. I had no choice. <sighs> it, it was pretty funny. I mean, I yeah. have to I have to agree. Yeah. You didn't really have a choice. <sighs> Whatever. I have a, a discussion thing I thought we could do here before we get into all the Sonic stuff. I, I was about to say, like, uh, I had a, a friend who was, like, it, it still shocks me to this day that I actually had, like, a chance to see discs before the PlayStation came out. My friend actually had, like, a, a Sega CD. Yeah, like, th- I could not believe that that was, like, a thing, because, uh, like, I think it was, like, the they had the demo of, for for sewer shark i think sewer shark yes yeah and uh, yeah and they also had like uh jurassic park on the sega on the sega cd as well did they have night trap i know they were oh god their grandmother would never allow it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say yeah no that had that had some girls and slips so we couldn't we couldn't see that my my thing was my friend had the Sega CD and he had the the wrestling game, one of the WWF games that came with it, and I thought it was amazing that they had mm-hmm. the actual films of them uh, cutting promos before the matches. Like I, you know, I never seen anything like that in my life in a video game. And yeah, you're, you're I was very like much amazed, so amazed. Right? almost as amazed as uh, <laughs> Sonic One Eighty Two. Are you glad, Boston, that I went back to oh. adding Sonic? Oh. I, uh... No. 
you had to test him. You had to yeah. test him, and now he's just. So now uh-huh. we're going to see how smart you guys are. We, I have in front of me oh. the highest grossing video game movies of all time. This is as of oh, March 21st, 2022. So this is before Sonic 2 is hit. And we're going to see if we can guess okay. the top 10 highest grossing video game movies of all time. Highest grossing. Highest top grossing. Top 10? I think it's going to be tricky. We'll go in a circle. We'll start in Boston, then Sonic. <laughs> Damn it. Boston, then Scott, then Vingy. <laughs> Sonic has to be number one. No, but Sonic is on here, so you get a point. Sonic was number seven. Sonic really? um, grossed worldwide $319 million. Keep in mind, Sonic would have definitely been higher, but Sonic came out three to four weeks before pandem- the pandemic. Okay. So Sonic was able to get a lot of money in beforehand, but unfortunately that pandemic kind of cut it a little short. Well, since we're playing by uh, family feud rules, it looks like what was, what did they gross again? Worldwide? It was $319 million. Okay. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, Sonic two, if this is, if this list was updated, it would definitely be up there. Cause right now I think domestically, it's already at 140 something million. The original stalled out at 148. Yeah. Yeah. So, God damn. Yeah. So, Sonic 2 is, is a success. It was this week. It went back. It was uh, second place again. It was second place last week and it was uh, second place this week. I think that new heist film with the animals. Oh, Bad Guys. Yeah. Oh, bad, bad Guys, guys. Was, was the number one movie in the country. Unfortunately, the Nick Cage movie and Northlanders are uh, kind of bombing. Now, I, I just want to ch- check you something real quick. Yeah. Uh, Fifth Element's not on this list, correct? No. Fifth, is Fifth Element okay, a good. video game movie? It is not. But sometimes people will try to lump it into video game and comic book movies oh, yeah. because of yeah. however the top it is. Oh, but there is no list. actual, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. no uh, source, proper source material. Anyway, okay. Scott. All right, Scott, what's your one? Okay, do you have a particular one? Maybe Resident Evil? No. There no. are two Resident the Evil movies on this list. Yeah. Oof. Okay, is the first one on the list? No, the first one is not. Okay, okay. All right, Bingy? I was going to say Pokemon. Uh, yeah, Pokemon is, according to this, Detective Pikachu is number two on this list. Um, oh, number two. With $433 million worldwide. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised that they've not already announced that there's a second one being made. Because that, I mean, it's done well. It's this big, it's the second biggest. Yeah, that's a, it's huge. Yeah. I think, well, I'll, I'll probably get more into that, like, once we talk more about Sonic. But, like, I was thinking okay. more about, like, I was thinking, like, Pokemon would definitely be up there because it, because... Detective Pikachu to me to me did something that or it failed at something that the Sonic movies did well at. But like I said, I'll I'll get more into it later. Okay. Boston. So before I make my next guess, let me let me let me poke around let me poke and prod a bit again. Okay. Is this adjusted for inflation or is this like all time? It's all time. But I can tell you per the the oldest movie on this list is two thousand and ten. Really? Yes. Oh. Mm. Yep. Two movies from 2010 made the list. Then okay. I will. N- I will not make my. I, I. Then I will. That 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 throws out my my guess. Let's go with 
2010. Let's go with the new Mortal Kombat. That was coming back. Surprisingly, no Mortal Kombat's on this list. None. Oh damn it! Because hmm. no, well, there also it was it was never it wasn't released in theaters, so it's gonna have a real uh, screwy. How much did it actually make? Like, well, yeah, that last one was released in theaters, but also at home at the same time, so it really cut into what it would probably have made. Now, keep in mind, we know there's two Resident Evil movies on this. That's list. true. What about Tomb Raider? Yes, you just say Tomb Raider. Do you have a preference on which Tomb Raider? Because there's three Tomb Raider movies. There is three Tomb Raider movies. Oh, God, which one would have made the most? Uh... We'll just make this go a little easier. We'll say the Tomb Raider that's on this is, the is surprisingly, is the rebooted one. It is. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, here's the weird thing. So, domestically, it did okay. It made about $58 million, but 78% of its money came from international markets. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So uh, worldwide, it made $274 million. Okay. Yeah. Supposedly there's a sequel in the works. And I'm okay with that because I thought, I know some people kind of dissed her, but I thought Alicia Vikander, I think that's her name, did a decent Laura Croft. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. She's also really good in Ex Machina. What, what, how far on the list was it, was it on? Oh, Tomb Raider was number 10. Number, oh, it was number 10. Okay. Yep. All right, Bingy. Okay, so you said that this this is like like the oldest one on here is from 2010. So that would mean that the like the original the like the first Mortal Kombat and the the first Street Fighter movie with Jean Claude Van Damme is not on that list, correct? Not on this list. Nope. I wonder though, like Austin said, if inflation was added in here, what that would have done? Because I think both of them were successes, I believe. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Monster Hunter. That one is not on this list. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Boston. Uncharted. Uncharted is on here at number five. Number five. Oh, okay. It just, it just came sense. out. It had Tom Holland. It had Mark Wahlberg. There's no way that movie could have done that bad. Yep. It did uh, $337 million worldwide. 125 million of it came from the states. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, I'm one uh, of those Scott. people that that paid my money for that. <laughs> hey, I saw it too, man. I watched it in the theaters. I I'm a sucker for anything with tomb. So. <laughs> so I'll do same, man. Same. <laughs> if you got some kind of hidden key that needs to go into some hidden spot inside of a tomb, I'm there for it. <laughs> You're there. <laughs> yes. I don't know that this would be on the list. It's probably not, but with the Hitman movie. No. Okay, I didn't think so. Okay. Man, hmm. let's see. What all have we uncovered so far? So, so far we've uncovered, we haven't hit, oddly, we've hit number two, Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu. We hit number five with Uncharted. We got Sonic the Hedgehog at seven, and then we got uh, Tomb Raider at ten. Oh, man. See, this is the thing about when it comes to, when it comes to video game movies is that before sonic before the first one came out like like these ones were so like you know like so bad it's good kind of like you know schlock kind of movies you know like the first okay. like like the first mortal Kombat and and street fighter the movie you know so it's like like you kind of forget about those as soon as you as soon as you've watched them but yeah and uh, honestly number one one number one on this list 
blew my mind. I, I sound like clickbait right now. You're never believing. <laughs> You're right. You're not going to believe what we're about to show you. Yeah. You got another guest, Bingy? I'm going to suggest going for one of the Resident Evil. We know there's two Resident Evils on there. Yes. We need to go for the Resident Evils. Okay, so which which Resident Evil was the, was the first one answer? Uh, Resident Evil number one. one. Yeah. The first one. Okay. So that would mean... Because the last movie, like I watched the like the the reboot Resident Evil, I know that didn't do very well. I'm gonna say Apocalypse. Okay, that is not it. But here we go. Number nine is Resident Evil Afterlife. Afterlife, really? which is 2010's uh, Resident Evil. It domestically uh-huh. they they do okay. It domestically did 60 million, but internationally it made 240 million dollars. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Number eight, huh. Resident Evil, the final chapter. It laid a big egg in the States. It only made $26 million, but worldwide, it made $285 million. That checks out. Yeah, so... It's something they talked about with... I was watching a video on, is comedy dead as a genre? Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how comedies just do not do well overseas, but mm. action movies that could have some jokes in them... Yeah. are fucking destroying because killing zombies doesn't have a language barrier. <laughs> this is true. This true. is true. <laughs> Number six was Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Ooh, oh, oh yeah. right. I forgot about that. It was a minor hit in the States. Uh, 90, yeah, 90 million in the States, but 245 million overseas. I actually am one of those people that, you know, I... As, as I, and this mostly comes from a, like a fan perspective because I I loved the Sands of Time games and yes even with its Edge Lord you know God Smack I stand alone as a theme song I did enjoy Warrior Within <laughs> and uh, the and the Twin Sands was was a decent end to the to the franchise but I actually kind of enjoyed the the the, the, the Sands of Time movie because it was like watching like an old school, like a nineties adventure, you know, like kind of movie, something you would see as a child and you would get lost in the mythicism and, you know, the whole Santa time shit like that. Like it, I, I kind of like dug it like that. And, and yeah, I mean, I get it. A lot of people would look at the casting and kind of be like, you know, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal playing as a Persian prince. Yeah. That's where I don't know if it yeah. would, uh, <laughs> Would make it, that would happen today. Jake Gyllenhaal's a great actor, but you know it's hard to believe him as a different, you know, race. So yeah, but yeah, I have a soft spot for it. I whenever it comes yeah. up on, uh, like if it shows up on Hulu or any other kind of streaming stuff, I got, I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. It's, 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 it's a fun little adventure. It's a little, it's yeah. a fun little time waster, as I like to say. It yeah. is <laughs> number four, the Angry Birds movie. Oh god damn it! Yeah, that really? counts. Three hundred fifty million dollars uh, worldwide. Damn. Uh, okay. They did do a sequel uh. in two thousand nineteen, but it only brought in one hundred and forty-eight million worldwide. So the Angry Birds that kind of tracks tracks because I don't think it's as big a franchise now as it was like six years ago. I guess number three, and this one really surprised me because I I never I think this is one of those movies where I saw when it first came out. And they just completely forgot about it. Was uh, Rampage? Oh right, with the rock. Oh yeah, with the rock. Yep, yep, yep. Does that mean that number one is also starring the rock? 
No, sir. Number one. Oh, thank God. I will oh, give God. you guys a hint. Was directed <laughs> by the son of a rock and roll legend. Oh, I think I know. I th- I'm going to take a wild guess. I- I'm going to say it's the Warcraft movie. You are right. Okay, yeah. Yep. Duncan Jones, the son of uh, Sonic Bowie, made $439 million worldwide. Domestically, only $47 million, but internationally, it made almost $400 million. Damn. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Jones said he had plans for a trilogy, but the poor box office performance in the U.S. basically made it dead on arrival. Yeah. Also, I don't know if I ever got a chance to say this on on this podcast, but that, oh man, the orcs were the only saving grace of that movie. Like it's really upsetting to me how like all of the actual human actors were the stiffest, most uncomfortable video. Like, you know, they, they they felt more like video game NPCs than the fucking orcs that were (laughs) fully animated. Was there any major stars in, in the movie? Uh, I can't tell who was even in it. Robin Thicke's ex-wife was in there. I can't remember her name, but I know she was one of the orcs. She was the half-human, half-orc, I think. Okay. Uh, Paula see. Patton? Yes, Paula Patton. That's yep, that's right. Yeah, also the guy that played that was Jesse in uh, the Preacher TV show. Oh, Dom- uh, Dominic. I can't think of his name, but yeah. I know Dominic Cooper? Yep. Yes, Dominic Cooper, yep. yeah. He was yeah he was the cane in there and uh, and Ben Foster. Oh, Ben Foster was in it. Now Scott, you've seen this movie, right? You've seen the I, Warcraft movie. I don't think I ever watched it. It was okay. one of those where I, I had planned on it and, and something happened and I just never fell through. I just never. I don't think I ever watched it. Okay. Now I'm going to go quickly over the top ten critically acclaimed video game movies of all time. Okay. And- We'll start at eleven. And by the way, it takes a while before any of these movies are considered fresh by rock by the Rotten Tomato tomato meter. Number eleven, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Uh, uh, yeah, crit- critical, critical, darling. Forty-four <laughs> percent critics liked it. Number ten, the first Mortal Kombat, nineteen ninety-five, with forty-five percent on the tomato uh, meter. Number nine, Monster Hunter, with forty-five percent. Eight is Rampage with 51%. Seven is Tomb Raider, the 2018 version, 52%. Number six, Mortal Kombat 2021 with 54%. So we're almost out of the failing numbers. That's exciting. (laughs) Then we start getting into critically acclaimed are better. Uh, Sonic the first one, 63% of critics liked it. Okay, good. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, 67%. Number three was... Pokemon Detective Pikachu with 68%. Number two was the Angry Birds movie sequel. 73% of critics loved it. So All right. that was that was the one I was actually, I remember that was the weirdest thing I ever read was that it yeah, didn't do well in theaters, but people, everybody who watched it was like, this movie's actually really good. Don't tell anyone. Shh. Yeah. Like, so it's it like, like the Paddington movies, right? Because secretly, those are beloved by people. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, I keep hearing that. And, 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 and now I just, like, I actually, like, not too long ago, watched a clip for that uh, Nicolas Cage from the mass, uh, massive weight of, the unbearable weight of massive talent. And uh, there's, a, there's a clip of him 
talking with Pedro Pascal's character, and they're all talking about their favorite movies, and Pedro Pascal's character says, Paddington 2. And he's just like, and Nick's like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, Paddington 2. And then cuts to a scene of them watching it, and it's at the end, and they're both just crying. Yeah. And just <laughs> Nicolas Cage just goes, Paddington 2 is incredible. And I'm, that's all I've heard about when it came to that movie. I, I, you know, I, I've wanted to, like, I, I've had the chance to, but I'm just not, I was just not in the right mindset to be like, you know, not, not today, but yeah. maybe someday. Yeah. I just want to know what people love about it. I don't know, but all I know is <laughs> it is like one of the best critically reviewed movies of all time. The second Peddington movie. Okay. Kind of nuts. Now, the number then. one video game movie of all time, movie, video game movie of all time, Sets at 86% on the Rotten Tomatoes meter here. I doubt anybody's going to guess it, but until I give two clues, and maybe then. It's based on an Ubisoft franchise, and it stars Scott's celebrity crush. Oh, well, Assassin's Creed? God, um, no. That would be like a weird <laughs> multiverse if it was Assassin's I Creed. I know. I was getting ready to say there's no yeah. way it could be that. I was going to say, like, oh, yeah, Marion Cotillard. I forgot I forgot she was in that movie. Yeah. That's not Scott's crush, though. The movie came out last year, and it's called Werewolves Within. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And it's kind of a tweak, because it's, it's based on the Werewolves game, which I guess Ubisoft owns the rights to Werewolves? I guess so. I didn't know that. Because that's the game I'm thinking of, right, where there's a werewolf in the bunch, and you have to figure out who the werewolf is. That's not an no, Ubisoft. That... Hold on, what, what's the movie? Werewolves Within. It's it's an Ubisoft movie. Yeah, because I think like Ubisoft was trying to do like some kind of film, like side projects or something like that. Because like, I think like so does Ubisoft own the rights to the Werewolves game? That's a good question. I... To figure That's that probably out. the first I've, like because I've heard I've heard about that. Like, Werewolves Within is Werewolves Within is Ubisoft. Oh, it's a VR game. But it's basically the same concept as the game Werewolves, right? Yeah, Werewolf is an old party game from like way back when. Yeah. And then one group really came up with game, Ultimate right? Werewolf, like One Night Ultimate Werewolf, which they were able to rebrand enough to make it unique enough that they could sell it. There was like an old werewolf, like pen and paper, you know, RPG game back in the day, but I don't think it's the same well, thing. That, no, that's White Wolf. That's White Wolf's werewolf. White Wolf's werewolf. Uh, yes, werewolf yes, the, right. That's Werewolf the Apocalypse. That yes, was. Yes, yes, yes. Though technically any games made off of that would be not video game movies. Yeah. But but that's Ubisoft's thing, is I guess they're trying right now. Because, you know, like they, they did the Assassin's Creed movie a couple of years ago. I think, did they do a Far Cry movie? Uh, did they? Yeah, well, I mean, te- I mean, technically, I guess they kind of did because, I mean, it was it was directed by Uwe Boll. Oh well, then that that means they that means they did that as a count. That's the first time his name has been mentioned on this podcast since we did our first Sonic episode. Yeah, <laughs> I think we did the worst video game films of all time, but we did a whole segment on Uwe Boll. <laughs> I think nice. was, I think the craziest part of that whole story was when he decided he was going to box all the critics who hated his movies. I don't remember that story. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. I remember I remember reading somewhere that effectively the reason he was the reason he was cranking out such garbage back to back to back to back was something about like German tax loopholes. Oh, 
Oh, so it was all done as a way to make, okay. So it was done as like a, just like kind of like a scam? Sort of. I would say it was something similar to how like the producers, if you've seen that movie. Yep. Where it's like, got the investment and then no one, he didn't have to pay it back because it failed. Oh. (laughs) Well, my question, my question is this. If he's wanting to box all of his critics, there's not enough days in the year for that. He's going to get tired. He's going to get really tired. From what I understand, I think right now he's he's retired. Now he's sticking to reviewing movies. He would go on and on about rants about Detective Pikachu. The last one movie that he tried to do was something called Rampage. Like he did two of them and that didn't go well. And then he started just reviewing bombing. There's a video of him like ranting and raving about the failure of cinema and how his movies is awesome. And everybody wants superhero bullshit movies and stuff like that nobody wants to see my movies it's it's like dude i have seen house of the dead i have seen alone in the dark i saw postal for god's (laughs) sakes don't you have to have actually done real work to be able to retire yeah you would think so has always been his movies aren't even the kind of bad movies that you can sit around and laugh about how awful they are right they're just boring they're there there's absolutely nothing of value to them, even as to watch it ironically or to make fun of them. They're just dull, which is the ultimate insult I think you can do to any kind of pop culture art is that it's just completely dull. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Polster movie was just kind of, that was sad. It was just a sad thing to just watch. It wasn't just sad because it's like seeing one of like, one of the one of the greats from like the kids in the hall, like Dave Foley in there. He's like, wasting his comedy on shit like that is like yeah his talent on that the only good thing that ever came out of postal for me is i was at e3 one year when they were pushing the postal game that gary coleman was in and i got to play postal next to gary coleman okay that's cool yeah yeah and it, it was kind of amazing yeah that's the only thing i guess before we get to sonic boston scott do you have anything that you guys want to talk about no (laughs) <laughs> well, I did, I did come at, well, no then. <laughs> no, I did run across an article that caught my eye today. Okay. Is everyone familiar with the Elon Musk-like Neuralink technology he's been working on for years now? I, I, I've heard of it. Well, it's like he wants to implant this device in your brain. Oh, yeah, like chip implants. Yeah, yeah. The thing he's been paying other people to work on. Let's be, let's be clear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the article I saw, it came up on one of my news feeds. It says, uh, Elon Monk, uh, Elon Monk, wow. Elon Musk <laughs> states Neuralink can address morbid obesity. Experts say it's actually possible. I saw that, that I saw that, like, I had to click on it to see what the hell, what, what, what that's So about. wait, so it would help, like, people, like, control, like, their hunger, their appetite? I'm not sure. Pulled up the article. I haven't read the whole article yet. I was trying to save it for for now. But it says here, experts have now stated that while the idea may seem far-fetched, and while the science is yet to be proven, using brain implants to cure morbid obesity is actually a plausible idea. It might seem impossible considering that uh, Neuralink's technology is still in development and human trials are yet to begin, but similar to Musk's other ideas, such as landing an an orbital rocket's first stage on a drone in the middle of the ocean, uh, the concept is not as far-fetched as it seems. So then it keeps going on. So apparently it's changing the shape and the function of a patient's digestive tract. Somehow the, the implant does. Huh. So they yeah. can Wait. like oh. eat more and it doesn't, and they just don't gain weight. Well, 
it's I'm trying to figure out if it's that or if it's makes it where they where they are not wanting to eat as much. I'm trying to I'm trying to. That just sounds like a uh, lap band with uh, yeah. extra steps. Yeah, oh, like but... a futuristic lap band. <laughs> it's what it sounds like. Which I kind of wonder if it would be surgically safer to do something like this than do well, a lap band. It may be. It says Neuralink aims to design and develop a fully integrated brain computer interface system which can enable a computer or other digital device to communicate directly with the brain. Uh, Micron scale threads in the neural implant are inserted into areas of the brain, allowing the implant to read and potentially stimulate brain activity. So it sounds like it, it's it's maybe it curves the appetite, maybe, is what they're going for. I'm not sure. And see, this is the thing. Like, This is what Elon Musk would spend his time and money doing, is this kind of stuff, like giving money to the experts that can actually make this kind of stuff. Right. I would be cool with Elon Musk, but instead, all he seems to be is the biggest Twitter troll in the world. He he is that, but also, but I, I do like the technology that 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 he's that he's got. But yeah, yeah you're right. He should be funding it and, and, make, and getting people that actually can make it come come into fruition. And that seems like that's what he's doing here, because obviously this isn't like yeah. his ideas. This is like he's paying people that can come up with this and like SpaceX and everything like that. You know, that's right. what he was doing. I would be okay with Elon Musk. It's the rest of the shit that I just, I don't know. What do you think, Boston? I think he's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, well, how do you really feel, Boston? <laughs> the problem I have with Elon Musk is the same problem I have with like Rick and Morty. Yeah. The fan base just needs to shut the fuck up for a minute. Right, right, right. Like everybody Agreed. who is just, just, Agreed. just on his, on his, on his dick and up his ass, just being like, "Oh my god, he's the best in the world." Like, no, he's not. He literally bought his way into the company. He's buying his way into all of our our minds. He's trying to just. He has. That's all he is. He buys things. He doesn't. He's not. He isn't inventing this shit. <laughs> Okay, but but what do you think about Nick Cave and the Sonics? I think that they are a wonderful band, okay. and we need to listen to more of them. What about Queens of go. the Sonic Age? No, no, no not them. So I, I do see another uh, quote by somebody else here, and that does kind of more explain what they're doing. It looks like okay. it is trying to decrease the appetite. It says, We and others have shown that in some people with severe obesity, it's the function of a particular brain region, the uh, hypothesis. Thalamus, that's, well, I have no idea if I said that right, that's really driving often an increase in appetite. You, you know, we have a scientist a... listening right now that's screaming the proper <laughs> yes. pronunciation. Uh, yes. So if you're a scientist listening right now, you should let us know what we'll say the right word yeah. on, the next, on the next episode. But it says <laughs> if you could find a way to target that particular region and even those particular neurons that drive appetite, then in a theory, a drug or technology that did that did that could improve the lives of patients. That, that's, that's, that's what it seems like they're going to do with it. They're trying that to like decrease like, your appetite. Like what Boston said, kind of like a, a cyber version of a, of a lap band. Yeah. But, but like what, what you said, which one would be safer? I think that's no, <laughs> I, I mean, if I wouldn't be the first try, I wouldn't be a trial patient by any means. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like if this was, uh, you know, it's, if this has been in the years in development and it was proven safe, yeah. I think I would do that over the lap band. If, I think if I some people would probably do that too, because I don't know really what the success uh, failure is for lap band patients. Uh, right. But I do know there is a lot that you have to do before they even yeah, there is. Uh, before you even get the surgery done. Yeah, before they even put I think a lot of it does come with like psychological stuff too. So I'd right. imagine if they did something like this but kept it 
the same kind of, not hurdles, but the some stuff that you had to do to get the lap band to do this. Right. I'd imagine people would be willing to try it because I'm sure there are people yeah. who have tried lap bands and oh, the I'm lap sure. band itself yeah. does not work. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. 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 I think it's, I think it's kind of cool when we can do technology to improve people's lives. Same, same. That, mm-hmm. That's kind of, that's kind of why I'm fascinated by this Neuralink thing. Like if it ever does come, come into, into play with all the benefits that I can actually achieve. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I wonder how it works it. though. Like you go to reach for a hamburger and your other hand just starts punching. <laughs> <the shit out laughs> of <you. Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> In order to be able to reach anything, you have to go through a paywall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. It's just as funny as smashing Sonics. If it can't help people at, at, to that degree, then that's terrific. Because I'm always a person. Yeah. Like, I'm always up for uh, advances in technology and science and anything in particular. It's just that... Same. Yeah. If it's, if, it's, if it's somebody like Elon Musk that's behind it, it makes me a little nervous. Because he's one of those people is that he may have he may have good intentions. I'm not saying that he has, I'm not saying that he is like the most innocent of people out there. I'm not saying that he is not shown his ass a couple of times. Like there sure. he has, sure. but it's just that I don't know. It's just that something about him just kind of just like if he, if somebody if somebody like him is behind me trying to be able to better myself and everything. I'm just afraid of like. You know, what could, what would he do with that kind of power? In fact, what would anybody, like, what would anybody with that kind of power? What would, yeah, that's a better question. What would anybody do? I would uh, use it to only come up with new band names for Sonic. <laughs> but you don't need that technology, man. You've got it already. Yeah. It's already in you. But no, I think, I think it just comes to, I get it where a lot of people, it's going to be hard for them to trust the technology because it's coming from Musk. And I yeah. think that's where he kind of hurts himself a lot by wanting to be the world's oldest and richest Twitter troll. As a, a conversation I've had with several people, you're saying like, what would it, what would you do if you had that much power? You aren't ruthless enough of a human being to ever get that much power in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That makes sense. You, like you have to be that way to, to get there. You have to step on toes and be yeah. ruthless. Yeah. To, to get that, that kind of power. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you look at anybody that has that kind of money, they're not wholly innocent. Right. Mm. But some seem to do a lot better with their money than others. Like Bill Gates donates all, all kinds of money to charities, and uh, Jeff Bezos buys uh, uh, rocket ships. <laughs> rocket man! Yeah. All I keep hearing about right now in terms of Elon Musk is that he's trying to buy Twitter. Yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing or not. Was it even for sale? Yeah. Well, what he's trying to do right now is is he's offering them something like $46 billion in cash. And the Twitter board of directives, I think, as of right now, are trying to stop him from mm. buying it. And there's a lot of people that are saying that this is all a scam on Elon's part to drive up stock prices so he can yeah. uh, then sell what he has because he's supposedly done it before. But he's supposed to be right now in serious talks to buy Twitter. And honestly, as far as I'm concerned, Twitter is just the biggest cesspool. I honestly don't know if I care. I agree. Yeah, I I don't care. Calm those hot takes there, boy. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's all I got tonight is hot takes and Sonic bands. <laughs> I always liked uh, Riley Fox. The porn star? No, no. Oh. A, a local comic who eventually moved out and it became a porn star. He had a bit about where Twitter is the equivalent of someone driving by while you're standing on a street corner and then screaming out a slur and then driving off. Yeah, yeah that seems about right. Um, yeah, I always thought that was pretty accurate. Yeah. Also, a modest Sonic. <laughs> Jesus fucking. <laughs> Did you have anything uh, that you wanted to talk about Boston before we hit into Not Sonic? anymore. What? Not anymore. <laughs> oh, that's sad. So... <laughs> My fun Sonic stuff has hurt your feelings? Now, technically, he said no to the beginning. So, I, I was know. trying to think like Sex Pistols, but Sex Sonic sounds just too weird. It might sell. Oh, a perfect Sonic. Record. A perfect Sonic. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. There you go. They're all good. All right. So, at this point, if you're listening, if you're still with us for this episode. <laughs> the Sonic series? We're going to start talking about Sonic. So if you don't want to be spoiled, you can bid us adieu and we'll see you next time. Technically, we've been talking about Sonic the entire episode. Well, you have. Technically, I have, but (laughs) I haven't spoiled anything. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So... What did you all think of Sonic? I overall really enjoyed it. Okay. I, uh, it, which is so weird for me to actually say I enjoyed a video game movie because it's not it's very rare. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them were absolute garbage, but I, I, I overall I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. What do you think, Boston? The, hands down, hands down, it is the best sequel ever made. Wait, of anything? As as far as a seat, like like there are probably better move there, tremendous a whole whole lot of better movies out there. Okay, but in like what a sequel needs to be, yeah. Without going too far and any you know either undercutting or over overstepping, what they needed to do, yeah, nailed it. Just nailed every they they set it up and knocked it out just exactly the way it needed to be. Like it was. And if you were in the theater with Boston, you would know that he's telling the truth. Oh, there were so many times where Boston's (laughs) movements punctuated uh, action sequences so perfectly. Yeah, so there were so many like, there were so many like, yeah, and so many like just great excitements coming from it. It was fantastic. Oh, it was so good. Here's what I thought of Sonic. Sonic Gambino and Emerson Lake and Sonic. I'm running dry right now. I... Liked it and I feel like you go ahead. Nope, not making that joke. Moving on. <laughs> I I liked it. I don't have any nostalgia towards Sonic at all, but I really enjoyed what this movie was. And I'd imagine if you were a parent and you probably dread having to take kids to see some of these awful movies that are out, I think this is one of the ones, a rare one, where kids will see a lot in it that they can enjoy because they still, for some reason act like Sonic's a little kid and it's sometimes weird to me to see the two adults treating him like their child. Well, that's true. They do. <laughs> but I think there's enough there for kids to love and there's enough there for adults with the nostalgia of the Sonic because there's a lot of nice like Sonic references and then also references to like Parks and Rec, which that was my favorite. Oh, man. Yes. 
the the the, the Parks and Rec reference and yeah, all of the Easter eggs I thought were done really yeah, good. Me too. Yeah, that was that was really good. I'd explain the coffee shop to 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 Ryan and Scott. What's the coffee shop? Oh, the Mean Bean. Oh, what the, the coffee bean. shop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. As soon as I saw, as soon as I saw the the name of it, I was by myself. Unfortunately, like I didn't have anybody to go with, but it was fine. Like it was actually kind of cool, like being in the theater, uh, like filled with like just a bunch of kids and like also like teenagers who like obviously have like grown up with like this current generation of Sonic games. But it was fun seeing like people get really into it. But anyway, yeah. When uh, I saw Mean Bean and everything, I. Let out an audible. I, I let out an audible. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> right. So Boston, you thought it did everything a sequel should do. Do you think it was better than the first? No. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it was a better. I don't think it was a better movie than the first one. But it. It. it it's weird to say. It's weird to say this, but it was like it was a. It was a textbook sequel. Okay. But because so many I've seen, so many that I've seen recently have tried to go too big and failed, or went too small and and also petered out. Yeah, like they did it good. Mm-hmm. They did it. They did it the way they should have been done. Yeah, you know, didn't didn't stray too much from the formula, but added just the right amount. Yep, and then done. Yep, and I say right now if they do a third one, we need more <laughs> of uh, her sister. I disagree, but wait you you didn't like the sister <sighs> when they let her go and she started doing all the crazy stuff with the wedding. I loved her. I thought <laughs> she had some of the best lines in the whole movie. No, I thought Idris Elba did. He was great. No, don't get me wrong. Drax <laughs> the Destroyer. <laughs> when when he says yes. sort of one day destroy tales, I loved it. I loved every uh, second of that, just as much as I love my morning sonnet. <laughs> No, but I agree. I, I thought the sister was was hilarious, though. I really do. So, what were your favorite parts of it, Bingy? Boston pretty much hit it right on the like hit it on the mark. There, it's it's a textbook sequel, and uh, it does that very very well. I don't think it's as good as like as the first one, but I put it on the same level as the first one. I like it in the same level as I like the first one, meaning that I just like I like the first one just a little bit more. But this one, I'm I was very happy with. Not just a uh, a general Sonic fan. Like I'm not the biggest Sonic fan, but I know well enough to know like certain characters and certain tr- uh, character traits to get the gist of it. And also as a movie as a as a movie fan, I really enjoyed what they did here. That to me, and I and I've and I've mentioned something about this earlier earlier about what I think Detective Pikachu failed at than than what the Sonic movies are doing it's best at it's focusing on sonic and it's what's as much as i enjoyed detective pikachu my main problem with it is that it that detective pikachu was not the main focus the focus was on the human character the human character that like in terms of like as a character is not very you know he's a general whiny teenager kid and then you know as an adult, when you're watching that, you don't, you didn't want to go and watch this. You wanted to watch a Detective Pikachu movie. So when you go, so like human characters in and of itself make them very forgettable, which is what I thought about with like this one, though 
Granted, they do a better job with the human characters and to actually make them the secondary characters compared to the to the actual main character who is Sonic. Do you, do you, do you see what I'm saying here? <laughs> like uh, my, my thing, the way I look at it is that I I really enjoyed the fact that this movie and uh, the first and second Sonic movie is all about Sonic. You get a general good Sonic adventure from start to finish. And the human characters are just there to just be the filler. And I don't really like what they did with like trying to like, though, look, here's the thing is that like, you could still kind of trim off the human characters, like just a little bit more and you wouldn't be really missing much, except for the fact in this one, they did like a, a twist near the end that made them have to be now a bigger part of the movie, which I was kind of not on board with. But I see what they were trying to go with here because it's the same thing that I've seen happen with a lot of movies like with like Godzilla and then like also the beginning parts of the Marvel Cinematic Universe where they try to introduce these characters, these human characters in this movie universe where there exists a giant Godzilla-like creature who is attacking these monsters and now we have to live with it. You now live in the world where you have sentient hedgehogs who can run fast and a, ta- and a fox who has three tails and an echidna that has knuckles in there. Now these human characters have to deal with it because that's now their life. And they, they go hard into it. Like um, the one that plays, the I guess, the wife of uh, Cyclops. She really was worried <laughs> when she thought Sonic was dead and... T- so yeah, no, she loves that little that little hedgehog. She loves him. That's the thing is that like I like what really surprised me the most is that like they made something that could have not worked. Like you know, again, like we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog here. We're talking about a fast running like hedgehog character who has to pick up brains and goes fast and beats up robots and saves and saves like these these little creatures and then now now all of a sudden we're going into deeper territory here which like what boston said earlier about being a textbook sequel this does well because we are now opening the floodgates after like what with what happens in this movie this is now really opening the floodgates to what the sonic cinematic universe is going to be now here's my question do you think they're going to go all in and start bringing in like big the cat Amy Hedgehog or whatever her name is. Do you think they're all going to end up in this universe? Because I don't know if that's going to translate as well if they start adding more and more of these characters. But also, too, if if Jim Carrey really is retiring, they're going to have to fill in that gap as well. If we're going to talk about that, then we might as well like get into spoiler territory here. But it, essentially, what I was trying to say with my long spiel is that I enjoyed the movie as both a Sonic fan and as a movie fan. Uh, yeah. Though I have my gripes with it, I do enjoy. I do. I did enjoy it as what it was as a fun little adventure movie with the character I'm familiar with, and they do and they treat him and they actually make it his movie and not have it be Sonic plus these plus these two human characters here that you don't really care about. You just want to see Sonic, but you know yeah. they're here too. Yeah. They do a really good job with balancing that, which, as I've mentioned, as I mentioned with Detective Pikachu, it fails at. But, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But yeah, if we're like, since we're going to go into that detail, we might as well like 
talk about like the big like things that happened in the movie or at least kind of give like now a, a general gist of what we're going to be seeing in the next movie because I'm generally excited yeah. with what they're going to be doing. Now. I can say when Boston understood what the in in credit scene what was happening it was my favorite part of the movie to see how wide your eyes got boston well although i I will i will say since again we're already fucking spoilers yeah i well i i saw it coming i was really upset that it wasn't mecha sonic oh there's a mecha sonic yeah that's yeah so in in the even before Knuckles, that was one of the first big antagonists. Was a mechanical replica of Sonic. Okay. That was like the first big like Sonic, you know, something that actually could stand toe to toe with Sonic. But yeah, they're going straight to Shadow. Also, fifty years ago, so he's been on Earth for for five now, decades. Did like, they what, say what? that they had captured him, or they created him? Because they call it Project Shadow, right? Yeah. So is he yeah. like, is he, I I don't understand the Shadowverse, uh, the Sonicverse, but is Shadow like related to Sonic? Or is he basically I, like the Punisher of the Sonic universe? Because I heard he has guns. He's supposed to be more like, yeah, like the, the Sonic, you know, a, a, a Punisher like or a not not afraid to hurt people type of guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be like like an like kind of on the same park and even match with Sonic too, like speed and abilities and whatnot. But he uses guns. Is that his big his big gimmick? It was the big mechanic of the game. Will John Berthenthal play him in the movie? <laughs> ah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's my vote. So we have Shadow is probably going to be in the next one because they're definitely going to do a next one because like we said earlier. It's already at like about $148 million. So it's probably, oh, yeah, yeah oh, it's yeah. probably already made its money back. And that's just in domestically. I don't know if it's released like in China yet, because China is the second biggest box office in the world. So, but I think they're definitely going to clear for the for a third one. But as you were saying, Scott, if Jim Carrey does retire, mm-hmm. Now, Boston, you had a good idea about somebody that could before. You had a good idea about somebody that could play Doctor Robot Nick, right? We'll go with you and then to Bingy. Yeah, because he's not technically. They didn't show gone. his body. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I said DJ Qualls would be a good. Uh, DJ Qualls would be a good option. <laughs> yeah, and it's he's not been in anything since Supernatural, so we need more DJ Qualls in this world. Oh, I guess he hasn't been, has he? If they're, I mean, yeah, with with the reveal of Shadow, which like that in and of itself was an experience when when I went to the theater. It's it's actually it's actually really amazing. So so when that post credit scene happened, because I figured they were going to have something as like a teaser for the second for or for the third movie yeah. or something. So I stuck around. People were starting to leave, but there was of course some people living or like sticking around because we now live in an MCU post credit you know scene universe. And, uh, and uh, so we, uh, so as it happened, when the pod first raises up from the ground and then you see shadow, I kid you not, like almost every single, every single teenager, child, and possible like grown man in the theater, 
always exclaiming shadow oh shadow oh it was like it was like seeing captain uh america holding mjolnir for the first time in endgame <laughs> kind of like kind of like hype they were so That's excited awesome. for it and i and i couldn't believe it but i i I honestly don't know really much of anything about Shadow, like as because like uh, as you mentioned earlier with his um, his uh, gun toning shtick, I think that was just a desperate attempt at at Sega's point of view because they were trying to make like uh, an Edge Lord, you know, early two thousands PlayStation two game. Yeah, you know, so of course, what's the thing that's gonna you know want people to buy a new Hedgehog Sonic the Hedgehog universe related game? Oh, this hedgehog carries guns now. He's badass, and he can also be a bad guy throughout the entire game if you want to, because it had branching storylines for each decision that you make throughout the game. Yep. So this hedgehog, I, I think honestly, like Shadow actually gets a bad stick for that. Yeah, I do think he gets more in-depth character analysis in the comic books, and I because I've talked, I, I know a lot of other YouTubers that like go really deep into like the the sonic mythos with the comic books and stuff and 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 also with the the tv shows and but i really i i just i remember son i remember shadow from sonic adventure 2 that was like the last big sonic game i played before i stopped playing sonic games because it was around that time when i was growing up and i was like oh sonic and power rangers are for little kids anymore i'm a i'm an adult it may have been the best time to get out of Sonic, though, because they've been bad for quite a while, right? With the exception of Mania. For the most uh, part, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Like like aforementioned, like Shadow uh, the Hedgehog video game, that did very poorly. And, Sonic uh, 06. Like, yeah, that was around the time when, like, a lot of the... the uh, it was a lot of Sonic games that I missed, but I was hearing so much about, like, how they were bad. Actually, scratch that. I did play Sonic 06. I did play it. Oh I my god! god I had oh it, I did. Yeah, my favorite thing about Sonic 06 is there was a there was a uh, magazine called Play Magazine, and the guy who ran the magazine, Dan Halverson, was such in the pocket of Sonic 06 that his review was talking about how all the other critics can suck it because they were wrong about Sonic 6 and that there was no bugs or anything in the game, and he gave it a 10 out of 10. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he did that to that game wow, and then a okay. Golden Axe game that everybody critically mocked and he died on the hill for. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, two each their own, you know? Yeah. Real quick on DJ Qualls, because Boston, you were concerned that DJ Qualls hasn't been in much lately. You'll... Sorry, I, I, went, I went ahead and I, I want to do some digging because I, I also... I'm not familiar, as familiar with uh, Shadow as I should have been. Mm -hmm. So, Gun, Guardian Units of Nations that the 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 general puts together in the in the game. Yeah. Or the movie. Yeah. That's from the games. Really? It's I thought it was just yeah. like a throwaway joke. No, apparently, Shadow the Hedgehog was created by Professor Gerald Robotnik, the grandfather of. Dr. Robotnik. So that would make sense, the whole 50 years ago thing. So Shadow yeah. is not an actual hedgehog creature. He was made in a lab? Something like that, yeah. Whoa. 
because I've seen bits and pieces of like the shadow, the hedgehog, like cutscenes, and let's see what else. Like some, like I said, like some people I watched on YouTube, but yeah, like apparently, like yeah, Gun was like made or was introduced in Sonic Adventure Two, which. Funny enough, like I, I noticed this like like because somebody finds Easter eggs in movies and such on YouTube. He found one in particular that was a good little kind of nod to Gunn's introduction in the movie. If you actually looked at the at one of the planes, the actual like the initials that they have, like the branding number for the helicopter that comes in, has the words S A and then dash two, Sonic Adventure Two. <laughs> So these guys did their research. Yeah, no, it sounds like they did. But honestly, when Scott, when Boston started talking about Gun, I thought he was going to say that Sonic was hidden in the game Gun, and I was going to freak out. <laughs> I was going to get excited. Yeah. Um, so that we should awesome. uh, start wrapping this up because this is a PDQ. Um, One thing I want to add real quick. Yeah, go ahead. If I was an actor, I, I would not want to follow Jim Carrey in that role. Oh, God, no, no. Uh, I, I, I would be way too intimidated. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yep. And I let that they end it with it. He could be dead. He could be alive. But you know, Right, exactly. They let yep. that open for sure. Um, but Boston, just real quick on DJ Qualls, because I had to see if he's done anything. You'll be happy to know that he's currently working. Oh, what's he doing? So he's doing a movie where he plays a fly. Okay. <laughs> what? He plays a fly? He plays a fly, but don't worry because he just came off of two TV shows that he had a long run of. He was on The Man in the High Castle. Mm. Oh, and that's right. He was in Z Nation. Oh, Z Nation. Yep. So you know, DJ Qualls still working. The Man in the High Castle. Was he in the show the entire time? He was in thirty of the forty episodes. I just don't remember him on there. His oh, name okay. on the show was Ed McCarthy. Oh, yes, I do remember him. He was he was uh, a friend of the. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah never mind. All I right. Remember him now. So I guess, you know, welcome back, Bingy. Welcome back, man. We're glad to have you. That's gl- I'm glad to be back. I'm yep. glad to be yeah, I'm glad. And thank you guys for no matter how many times I keep coming and coming back and forth with this show, you guys just. I, 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 I like. Like real talk, I always keep thinking to myself, like these guys are at one point are just gonna say, you know what, just just don't bother, don't bother, get out, go, go, you know. But 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 you guys have been kicking ass. You guys have been kicking ass so much lately, and just now be back with just now be back here and chilling with you guys and talking about this because uh, because that's really all I wanted to do. I just wanted to get back to talking with my talking with my buds, you know, talk about some geeky shit because. You know that's that's the life, man. You know you gotta enjoy the little things and yeah, and uh, and, and enjoying the good Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah, that, that's definitely one of the best things about this show. And uh, yeah, again, thank you guys for for uh, keeping this keeping this guy around. And uh, sure, man. Yeah, no problem. We love you. Hopefully, I, hopefully I won't be able to sink further down into the depths of of, of Ohio. <laughs> yeah, to not, to yeah. Not get lost again. Stay away from the Buckeyes. Like I said before, I know I speak for both of them, but you always got a home here, man. No matter how much time was went, was went by between each time you, we, we see you. So. Yeah, Boston, you never changed the locks, right? Nope. Okay, good. Oh, good, um, good, good, good. Just making sure. Make yeah. sure I wasn't just picking out my ass. Okay. <laughs> and since we're kind of doing these PDQs with a little bit of, like, kind of format, Boston, what are the next, what next episode, what two movies are we discussing? 
next two movies. Yes, we're discussing two movies in our next multiverse episode of PDQ. Oh, yes. We'll be talking about Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, as well as Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I'm so excited. We're finally, we're going to go see that this Wednesday. I think Bingy's already seen it. And then Doctor Strange opens in May. We're going to see that. And then we're going to come back here and we're going to talk about and it. A little, little teaser. I, I believe I hear there might be some different way we do an episode on that. Oh, one. yeah. If uh, it, that's some rumors are here, are, are that I hear. Yeah. It's, yeah. In the, in the moment, this, it's going to be good. But Boston, you want to get us out of here? Well, it was a wonderful time once again. Thank you, Gimby, for coming and joining us. Like we've said a uh, hundred times so far, you're always welcome back here. Please come back whenever you get a chance. Internet, thank you so much for joining us. We are at BRBFK, and we will see you all in the next episode. Good night. Now that's what I call Sonic Volume 45. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, humble, illustrious producer. Sorry, fucking shit. <laughs> Started over. Yeah, I started it over. I fucked okay. it up. Wow. It's all right. Uh, you got a new name, right? It's, it's almost like it's well, been a. It's the seventy-fifth like episode. Week. I've been I've been basically yeah. collecting all the show titles I can get. I think I was a third Mike. And host, yep. so now I'm producer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff.